Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is March 30th, 2020. We're going to learn all about Under the Rainbow on Queer All Year. Hey, all, this is Kat Jones, and I am joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G. Yo, whatever. <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> Yes. I got Kat's script McG. today. She uh, sent it to me. Yeah. and uh, I mean, not script, but like, you know. Um, outline. Uh, yeah, outline. And um, for my, <laughs> under my section, it just says yo or whatever. So <laughs> That's been the template since the beginning yeah. of this show. So one, one time long ago, you heard me say that, and I'm bringing it back. I think yo I just said, I, was, I just filled in like, what you know, he can say whatever he wants here. So like, yo or whatever <laughs> yeah and then i was and, like yo whatever and this was back when i was like in case you didn't listen to our intro this was queer all year and then just like good lord <laughs> our next episode drops tomorrow that's right why well, i gotta rewrite this template <laughs> <laughs> been using the same template for what three months two months yeah, too something long like that we have 80 episodes i just saw like or more than good 80 lord. like 85 we were really hacking away i'm going to die yeah probably from coronavirus but also just from stress <laughs> yeah i i've been feeling weird being cooped up this whole time i got i officially uh, am a bum though i got approved for unemployment yeah. and i'm getting my 122 dollars <laughs> a week yeah oh so my like gosh. hey i'm uh i don't this is a uh, corona vacation is what i'm taking that's what we'll call I don't it. know if I can get unemployment or not. Like, I think I'm supposed to be able to, but at the same time, I apparently have the ability to work from home, but I don't know what that is. And then apparently they just changed that last week and they don't know what it's going to look like. But no matter what, it has to be under 20 hours a week, which I think means I can get unemployment under the new. Yeah, I think you can. It was really easy whatever. for me to do it. And I think you should just to avoid going out and. Uh, public, you know what I mean? Like, that job is not really yeah. that safe. I, don't, I yeah. don't know. And I mean, if I can work a little bit, but then still get unemployment or something to, like, you know, build up, like, under 20 hours a week. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, we can do that, but we probably shouldn't for. talk about it on the podcast, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not saying it's illegal. I'm saying, like, literally, that's less than half of what I'm supposed to have. And technically, if that's if that, if that's a thing, then I think you you are eligible for un, unemployment. Oh, maybe. Or or whatever these benefits are. It's not unemployment, but it's like I don't know. We've got all this money we've been putting into the war budget, and now there's not going to be a war, so have some money. Sure, there's not going to be a war. There's going to be a war. Sure. <laughs> oh, there will be a war. I'm sure we'll be mad at China for this, even though it's not China's fault. But whatever. Yeah, but they make a good scapegoat. Um, Oh, yeah, all the time. It's either China or Africa, every single disease. I guess COVID usually comes out of China. Or just Asia. Except that Wichita started swine flu, or the flu of 19-whatever. Oh, the 18. Spanish flu is what they call it? The Spanish flu. The 1918 yep. flu. It was the Spanish. Yep, it was just someone in Wichita who ate a raw pig or something. Go Wichita. Go Kansas. <laughs> Wichita has done a lot of great things, such as BTK and the flu pandemic. 
last time this happened. I'm sure Wichita did it this time too. Wichita is no, don't. Wichita's blame listed. Wichita. Wichita is listed very highly on the list of like the worst cities to live in. They really? are like number three on the city, like the highest suicide uh, rates, uh, like cities. City, so not even just like within Kansas, it's like the entire country, it's like number three. Huh. Well, that's uh, yeah, not it's good. It's very strange. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, anyway, so we spent a lot of our childhood in Wichita, and we didn't get killed by BTK or killed by gangs or or by know, swine it felt flu. pretty nice. But then again, we lived in the nice area. Well, we didn't not live lived, there, but, but you know. No, it was a nice area. Speaking of places, we spent a lot of time. You remember the farm? I do. Yeah. Down in McCune, which is near Parsons, which is in southeastern Kansas. There's the segue. Here we go. Which is where Gilbert Baker came from, which was amazing. It blew my mind when I read that. Yeah. We we could have known this guy. uh, You know, I wonder, because he died in 2017, and that's why he died on March 30th 2017 parsons is a real um, small old place so that's why it's we say that yeah it's small and it's rural and it's um i mean it's southeastern kansas i mean it's like what you would expect i guess i don't know if you told me it was southeastern you know arizona you know you know so it's what you would expect from southeastern arizona i'd be like i don't know what at all to expect hmm. southern kansas is not like anywhere else in the world, so yeah, I guess that's right. I'm not uh, helping. Very, uh, yeah. very crazy weather. He was born in Chanute. Isn't Chanute. that bigger than Parsons? I really couldn't tell you. I uh, I don't know anything. I about thought they were Chanute. around the same size. Someone out there who lives or knows about Chanute, tell us about Chanute because um, we should know about Chanute. Anyway, we know about Parsons. I've been told about Chanute um, a million times, but I just, I don't know. Uh, I think the only thing the I ever hear about Chanute, I think the only thing I hear about Chanute is like car salesmen. Isn't there like a car dealership there or something? I hear commercials. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a car dealership there. <laughs> <laughs> I think all I've heard about, is Chan- about Chanute is, is commercials, and I don't know what for. But so anyway, Parsons is about an hour away from our great-grandparents' farm. There's a Chicken Annie's there, right? Yep. Yep, and then that's kind of close to where we would go golfing every year. Yeah. Uh, no, we went no. golfing near, uh, why can't I, uh, Pittsburgh, essentially. Pittsburgh, that's right. I had something in here about Pittsburgh. Anyway, Pittsburgh was founded by our ancestors. Yeah, we um, uh, are the rightful... <laughs> we're- uh, descendants of the throne of Pittsburgh, Kansas. So Pittsburgh, Kansas. We expect a giant key in the mail to us, or we mm-hmm. can come pick it up and maybe cut a ribbon with some giant scissors, whatever. You I demand a parade great. every time I enter. Correct. Yeah. We are. We would like to access your southeastern bank. Kansas aristocracy. <laughs> we are as white trash as it comes. Uh, i guess we had relatives on either side of the civil war like oh my god yeah get us out of here i mean kansas leading kansas it started here yep yep we get to whine about like how missouri 
you know, were the were, like awful to us and ignore how we were awful to them. Because we're because on the right side of history. <laughs> we are. That's right. Um, and now Missouri is, and we have to just suck it. Yeah. But they legalized <sighs> weed, so they I think are. I'll forgive the... <laughs> Missouri is just better than Kansas. We just sit over here Legal and we're like, weed, so we we'll were right slavery about slavery, go, so yeah. we don't have to do anything. And Missouri's like, okay, well, okay, so maybe we were wrong about slavery, so uh, we're going to just like be cool forever. Yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> back to the story. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, Bakerfield. Banks. Um, Gilbert Baker. Bakerfield? Gilbert Baker, good Lord, Bakerfield. I don't, That's well, in California. You remember what I was talking about earlier? I was talking about Sherlock Holmes. And so, uh, oh, now yeah, I, uh, Baker's am... 221B Baker Street. Yeah, yeah. I'm forever going uh, to be stuck saying his name instead of Gilbert Baker's real name. You remember when we used to have to, not have to, but when we played the Sherlock Holmes board game with Shannon and all them? I don't. You don't yeah, remember don't. that? You probably don't remember that because you didn't know anything about Sherlock Holmes. I didn't know anything about it. I think it was called 221B Baker Street. I think that's what the game was called. Huh. And you had to solve a mystery. And um, how, it was either that or... Um, I mean, like, old enough that I remember it. I mean, like, anytime we hung out with the Tulsa McGowan's... I didn't think we really played board we, games. Oh, are you kidding me? I, we I played know, like uh, football. I guess maybe me. you and Shannon or something, but me and she the had boys me play... were always playing football or you know something like that. Oh no, we were playing football with you too. Yeah. But we were also playing Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit, and it was like the movies mixed with the books mixed with like you know additional material added after the fact, and Shannon knew all the answers. <laughs> And okay, she maybe like, I do remember that. And she was that. like, oh, this one's so easy. Here, what is what is Gandalf's other name? Mithrandir? Um, what? <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> she was so mad at me that I didn't know that. You don't know that? And I was like, I didn't at the time yeah, because course. I didn't play. Course, you know what? I wasn't paying attention. Look, A, Dad read us the books while we were falling asleep. And I, well, he and was B, falling asleep. I wasn't paying attention to the words in the movies, I was just watching all the pretty scenes mm. and the horses. And I've spent stuff. a bunch of time, like, I I try to read stuff on my iPhone before I go to sleep. And so for a while, it was just like the Tolkien universe. And I read oh just my God, like I... all of those. And I even read the Silmar- Silmarian. And, um, oh, like, you've read and then that? I, went I haven't on, read and that. And then I went online. Oh, <laughs> And just read about no, every single thing. So I know quite a bit about Lord of the Rings. Um, here's the thing. I know all about... Sorry. The cat just tried to eat my food. I know all about like everything to do with the elves. Because when um, I was getting ready for yeah, the wedding. Cool. And I wanted, to come up with, I wanted to come up with names for our rings. Just because I'm an idiot. And <laughs> so I went down this rabbit hole of like learning about the elves and stuff and trying to figure out like how to speak elven so i could decide what to name our ring i never I got that even far, remember what but... <laughs> i can't remember what i named them but they're out on our wedding website which is a thing i have that's cool did you uh... yeah what were we talking about <laughs> oh yeah uh, gilberto bakersfield did i what gilberto okay. bakersfield 
Gilbert Baker. I'm Gilbert hoping Baker. no. I, I'm hoping people are gonna take this as funny and not yell at us. Well, I mean, I guess so, but they'll yell at me because it's kind of it's if a theme of the show. Us, it's like, like you know, up, Kat people. does the uh, actual intellectual stuff, and I just say idiotic things to hopefully get a laugh. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then I correct you real fast, and I'm like, okay, wait, okay, this is what he meant. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host. I mean, Andrew a lot of people want to oh. just see somebody fail for a minute. Like, and I can provide this, that service. This cat, I swear to Christ, get away from my chicken! She's being attacked by a cat, a uh, large feline. Look, I am recording from home. I do not usually have Joe to deal exotic. with a cat. Oh my god, we we can't keep talking about Joe Exotic. Nope. The world is anyway. loving him. I know. Yeah, the world is having so much fun. They're like, oh, my God, have you heard about this guy? And I'm like, yeah, I heard about him four years ago. Mm, I'm I'm like the freaking um, indie. What do you call those kids? I don't know. The ones who are like, well, I thought I liked My Chemical Romance before it was cool. Except I don't like anyone like else a hipster, has ever I guess. said that. It, hipster, that's the word. Yeah. Goku, I swear to Christ. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Gilbert Baker, um, he wrote, well, okay, so he was an activist and a, like, a designer, kind of, and just, like, a really cool, like, he was really big in the activist community, um, and he has impacted every single one of our lives very deeply, as you will find out in a second. Really? He wrote an autobiography called Rainbow Warrior, which is also the name of the Hawaiian basketball team, apparently. Basketball, yes. Hawaiian basketball. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's why when mom and dad got me the t-shirt that says Hawaiian Rainbow Warriors, I was like, that's so cool. And then I found out it was their baseball Oh, basketball you have team. a shirt of theirs. <laughs> yeah. You didn't get a shirt? You went to Hawaii. Yeah, that's you. what, oh. That's, <laughs> I don't think I got a shirt, though. But I got so much. Hawaii no, was amazing. because you got the experience. Was, oh, my goodness. Thank goodness we have you military really got family. To share we got that to video. stay there for essentially cheap. Like, it was, I mean, uh, everything there was kind of expensive, but the actual hotel was not bad. Have you been there bad. three times? No, I've only been there twice. Okay. You've never well, been, I've only been there once. Mom and dad have been there three times. You've never been? No, I went once. Yeah, you I went, went with when, me, um, right? I went when Lance got Lance and Jana got engaged. Yeah, engaged. And then I married. didn't get to go for the wedding. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah, you Mom that and dad was went in 2010, I think. Oh god knows. Caroline was still a tiny tiny baby cuz I have photos of her like she was my model that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's it's very easy to get a baby to sit still in ways that like yeah they wiggle and stuff but like you get great photos. So was this Gilbert guy on that photos. team? The... No, he was just a rainbow warrior in like in general. Not oh, on a team. okay. So you're just so making a that connection. was his. That was his. Yeah, okay. I was like I was... separating it. Like it was his autobiography. It was he was not. On the team. I don't know if he liked sports, but he wasn't on that sport. Gotcha. So in his I autobiography, like he describes reading. growing up in southern Kansas. Sorry. Oh, but, yeah. I, I guess I'll butt in. I just, um, okay. I get Kat's notes like right Tyler as Banks. we're recording, so I'm just uh, blindly <laughs> looking through things. And so I was like, holy cow, yeah, he was on the basketball the straight team? straight man? <laughs> 
you are like in multiple ways the straight man. Yeah, I'm of the a, show. I'm Johnny Law here. I'm telling you what's acceptable. You're the fry the, to our Futurama. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. Yeah, uh, I don't know why they call it the straight man. There needs to be a different word for it. Anyway. His autobiography described growing up in Southern Kansas as repressive, confusing, and frightening. (laughs) But uh, that was when he was growing up. What? Color man? What'd you say? Yeah. What? Um, Which part? I said that that growing up in Southern Kansas was repressive, confusing, and frightening. Oh. And then you said something about a color man. Oh. uh, Oh, yeah. Like um, on TV, they have the sports announcer that is funny not like i oh. would be a, a colored person yeah, yeah okay. but then on tv shows and stuff they have like the person who knows everything and then they have like the idiot yeah, who, the color man. <laughs> who is He's the audience the who guy. asks the questions oh not in i guess i'm thinking of comedy and comedy is the straight man oh okay well maybe, yeah that's me maybe too that's not i don't know anyway um disgusting straight so back so, to this anyway, basketball star I am now happy to report that uh, even though Kansas does generally kind of suck for LGBT people, um, the southeastern parts are becoming very, very strangely open. Like I was in Independence, Kansas two years ago for their pride, which I thought it was Independence, Missouri. And then I looked at it and it was Independence, Kansas. Independence, Missouri is about an hour away. Independence, Kansas is farther away than the farm. So it was like a three-hour drive there and then a three-hour drive back. So oh, I had yeah, to spend yeah. the night and then drive. Like, I did not pay for a single drink that night, My enti- which is the first time I've never paid for a drink. And I ended up having to spend the night and drive home with a hangover, which was very fun. But it was a three-hour drive of just like, why did I do all this? That I, I had fun. I enjoyed it. Why did I do it? <laughs> I, uh... Anyway, invite me to more pride things. I missed that. Yeah, I am. Um, Everybody. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many times that's happened to me, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many times I've driven to southeastern Kansas, gotten stuck there because people kept buying me drinks and then drove home with a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that list is kind of long. <laughs> yeah. I haven't. Um, okay, so nah, I see no that other, this yeah. guy helped push the first marijuana legalization push. Well, he worked for it. It didn't go through. What year was it? It was like the very first one. Oh. Oh, okay. Like California. In the 70s or something. Yeah. So, like, basically, what happened is he joined the military, um, and he was like stationed in San Francisco which is when he, it was like at the very beginning of the gay rights movement there. And so he just like jumped in, you know, head first. And um, he was honorably discharged. So it's not, so he was discharged, but he was honorably. So it wasn't like, you know, they're like, he's being super gay out there. We got to get him out. No, so he essentially um, so, quit. But when he was discharged. He, he resigned. He, well, he was, no, you, you get discharged. Like that's them letting you go or something. Well, they're not slaves. You get to leave. Congratulations. Well, you can't stay. I mean, you can... Or, I mean, you can't leave unless they let you. And then you go AWOL. Yeah, well, I mean... I don't know anything about the military. um, uh, We have a military family. Why would I know anything about the military? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But he wanted to stay in San Francisco... 
And he became friends with Harvey Milk, and Harvey Milk asked him to create a symbol for the queer community because at the time they were using the pink triangle and it, they had flipped it the other direction. You may remember from the Holocaust Remembrance episode, uh, Holocaust Remembrance Oh, yeah, Day bringing it back. Episode that, yep, uh, that the pink triangle was used to designate homosexual um, camp. That was a really good episode. Victims. While Cat's going on here, I'm going to look up which one that is. <laughs> While Cat's thinking about words, despite her English degree. <laughs> um, so ACT UP had taken that, um, bringing that back too. Woo, everything connects together because it's such a cyclical freaking take all our rights away, we get them back, take it, you know, woo, yay. <laughs> um, so ACT UP took it. And um, they used it for their silence equals death thing. And so everyone was really using the pink triangle, like taking it back from the Nazis and all that. And Harvey Milk was kind of like, well, why don't we come up with something that like, you know, we can be militant with this thing, but then we can be like a little more peaceful and like create a community with this thing, you know? So he talked to Gilbert Baker about it. And um, Gilbert Baker at the time, I think was a designer for multiple things. So he... Um, Created, he had created a lot of like banners and stuff for gay rights and anti-war protests and stuff. So that's why Harvey Milk came to him. And so then he created the rainbow flag in 1978 at age 27. By the way. And I oh, have to. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what were you saying? I'm, no, go for oh, it. Oh, um, just by, by the way, that episode that Kat was talking about with the pink triangles was January 27th. Uh, the episode title is Holocaust Remembrance Day. It's a really great episode. We had a lot of listeners for that one. I highly recommend awesome. checking it out. I like hearing that it was good because I was really worried about it. Yeah, um, the cat took a lot of um, personal thought into that episode. Yeah, and I really, like, I took, it was an outline, but then I just kind of, like, talked. Also... The cat has stopped trying to eat my chicken and has now pooped in the litter box. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. Oh, I was hoping you'd so do it while anyway. I was talking about this episode. But <laughs> anyway, um, I can't even remember what the heck I was. Okay, so yeah, he created the rainbow flag. And what's really cool is that um, I just found out researching this that in Parsons, there is a Gilbert Baker Film Festival uh, that started in... 2018 2017 he died in 2017 he died before he could see the first film festival happen uh i messaged them today and they messaged right back and they said they're still going strong and they they intend to like start right back up as soon as the big gay apocalypse is over <laughs> so i'm excited about that Forgot i'm excited to go that. to that someday that's <laughs> what I'm calling it forever. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm so over it. I'm stuck in the house. I got to leave today for ten minutes uh -oh, so I I'm could so get <laughs> so I could get some of my dad's medication and uh, see my dog. And uh, they're um, prescribed the my same dad and I take the same medication. It's not like I'm taking his pain pills. It's like we're on the same crazy drugs, and I can't get mine. Because yeah. I have no money because someone stole my entire life. Non scheduled. Anyway. Um, you could potentially use some of our stuff. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. What? What um, are you talking about? We apparently have something illicit that I don't know about. Anyway, okay, oh, no, so when people oppose I mean, but... the rainbow flag, 
when people oppose the rainbow flag, um, he um, would argue that the reason he created it was both uh, patriotic and religious. And so it was patriotic in that he looked around and saw people every 4th of July wearing, um, you know, the stars and stripes on everything, which is technically offensive, but whatever. He noticed yeah, that it was creating a community. Oh <laughs> it was creating community among Americans and people and stuff like that. So he wanted something that would create community and that like everyone could rally around kind of. And then the um, religious aspect was that um, the rainbow in the Bible was the sign of a covenant between God and his people, uh, promising peace and protection and, and unity and that kind of thing. So it's like, so, you know, there's the Christianity aspect to it. And then there's also like the unity, like, and like a covenant between each other that will keep each other safe. Like we're all, in, we're all safe under this rainbow, you know, that wow. kind of thing. Yeah. So it was really... He, he, I mean, he put a lot of thought into it. He did a lot of, um, I mean, he did a lot of designing and stuff. He was a designer. He made, um, like, designs for, like, the Democratic National Convention and uh, things like that. His drag name was Busty Ross, which is a play on Betsy Ross because she created the American flag. And I just oh, thought it was I get so it. funny. Yeah, that is cool. I love it. It's <laughs> so good. It would also be kind of a fun um roller derby name but busty i guess Ross. only if you've created a flag that is great what oh i just saying busty i know Ross. isn't it great <laughs> so wonderful it's such a great name yeah. so and he was in the sisters of perpetual indulgence which is really cool oh, I and i want to say hey to minerva sister minerva i'm sure you don't listen i hope you listen you're wonderful you're my i would like to meet you people. my sister says you're dope <laughs> the sisters of perpetual indulgence are very dope i um I've heard that the Kansas City chapter needs some help. But um, anyway, they um, if you don't know about them, gosh, it's just too much to go into. But they are a um, like a sisterhood, like a, a nunnery sisterhood. They go out and they do like good things in the community and stuff. But they are. Um, I don't know if you want to say they're males in drag. They're just like they're just who they are. Um, and they, you know, they are males as far as i have read i have not read far enough into this <laughs> and they have like these gorgeous like habits and their faces are generally painted completely white and they have all these different like ornamental outfits and stuff and these awesome like symbolic rituals and things like that like minerva is telling me about it all the time and it's like so cool i just want to sit and listen to her forever um, and Minerva's also a mermaid, like a literal mermaid, one of those ones that swim around, you know, the people who wear like the tails and like swim around like mermaids is so cool. And, and, um, she was telling me about like how, how you had to like get into them. You need like two people helping you get in and you have to have a, like, I think it's Vaseline or something because it's so skin tight, you know, and it's so cool. It's like, tell me more. <laughs> So anyway, he was in the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, and that was, like, at the very beginning. Um, and um, he he ended up saying, um, quote, At first it was glamorous and political, but when the sisters became more organized, I became a tool of the right wing and raised money for Jerry Falwell. Which Damn. he means, um, like, 
Like, you know how extremist groups will take photos and videos and stuff of people and be like, look at these terrible people. Give us money so we can fight them. So that's what he meant is like they were taking photos and video of, you know, that kind of thing and using it for their own gain, that kind of thing. And he didn't want to raise money for Jerry Falwell, you know, in any capacity. I got you. Um, And that's the thing that a lot of activists and the sisters and just people in general still struggle with is um, the fact that, yeah, like you do some, you do kind of have to realize that people are using you and pictures of you and the stuff you do to get money for themselves because they hate you or whatever, you know, anyway. Yeah, that's legit. Anyway, we are going long. And I just want to say, I have, you see how many pages I have of this, McGee? Is this three pages? Uh, yeah, I yeah. never have three pages. I'm not reading most of this. I'm turning most of this into a um, bonus episode because I went into like, here's every single flag in the entire history that's been a rainbow. But anyway, so our font, the font of our podcast is a font called... What? Oh, I just like, I'd been waiting for you to talk about that. That's awesome. I just noticed it, but I didn't realize The font? That. The font. Yeah, it was a font called Gilbert, um, which was created in his honor when he died. It is a free font, but like you, you have to like put attributes in it in the what is it called? I don't know the metadata. We have attributes in the metadata, whatever. But so there are a lot. You'll see a lot of other organizations out there with the same font, and so you should probably just know that like they are not. They are not by definition related to each other just because they're using the same font. It's just like you're allowed to use it. Okay. So anyway, um, the flag originally started with hot pink and contained turquoise instead of blue. And I'm like, can we bring those back? Because that sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. So the colors were- Weren't you just talking trash, like mad trash on turquoise in a previous episode? um turquoise the um stone okay and i wasn't talking like against it i was talking against people who have made it like incredibly rare oh because okay they keep buying it i don't know turquoise is going extinct oh. but the color itself is not excuse me okay, okay so um <laughs> so the colors were hot pink which which symbolized sex red which symbolized life orange which symbolized healing Yellow, which symbolized sunlight. Green, which symbolized nature. Turquoise, which symbolized magic slash art, which why is why I would like to bring back turquoise. Indigo was serenity I, I and get violet. The magic slash art part. I dig it. I like it. Yeah. And I'm totally not constantly looking at my tarot cards to see if I'll get a job. <laughs> uh, and violet is spirit. And violet, I assume, is spirit because p- purple is like the official color of the lgbt community and i don't understand why everyone likes purple i don't understand it i gotta look it up because even in the murder shows i watch everyone is like well purple was her favorite color and i'm like why is everyone who dies their favorite color is purple but i mean so anyway violet um, is spirit according to this i mean i feel like spirit is a really important one but why is it purple you know was purple was it purple before then or was purple made, or was spirit? You're the facts. Violet. You're the facts guy. Oh, I, I said know. Guy. I've looked. I've looked Tally. it up somewhat. Whatever. I'm, I'm whatever. Um. Um. 
Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. so yeah, just a random note: a quality house is painted in the original colors. Like I always wondered why there was a hot pink, and I loved it so much. You know, like there, and I was like, there's multiple like blue things happening here. And, yeah, so that's why it's pretty awesome. Huh. Um, the current colors, the Roy G. Biv that we're used to. Um, are the commercial version, which he calls it, because it was too expensive to print the hot pink fabric, so he got rid of that. And then the Gay Freedom Day Parade Committee of 1979 decided to take out the turquoise because they wanted it to have equal sides for some reason. So, like, it started out with, um, what, eight? And then it went down to seven. And uh, R-O-Y. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm not quite sure why it was something they explained it something like they wanted half on one side of a flagpole and half on another. And that doesn't make sense to me at all. The way they described it, like they didn't describe it well in words and I can't find a picture of it. So I'm just going to go with whatever they say. And they're the reason turquoise is gone. So like go away. (laughs) I do want to talk about June 2017, Philadelphia created an eight-stripe flag with brown and black at the top, which was meant to represent people of color who are marginalized, ignored, and even intentionally excluded. And that is from the... I like that. That's from the More Color, More Pride organization. And of course, white people lost their minds. Of course. According to the New York Post, people said it was unnecessary at best and divisive at what? worst. And um, some dude on Twitter, who I found, I think, quoted in the New York Post again, um, named Terrence Brady on Twitter. Go check him out, I guess. it's the, No one has even seen the tweet at all, so I don't know how it was in this article. But... He uh, says, it includes two additional colors, black and tan, no white. Yes, it's racist. Well, the rainbow flag is to be inclusive of everyone. Well, because white and I just, white is not a, uh, let's see, what were the words that they used? Um, white is not a group ethnicity? that has been marginalized, ignored, or even intentionally mm-hmm. excluded. That's why it doesn't yes, belong exactly. on there. exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it was it was made to create controversy, obviously, and but it shouldn't have to be, you know, it's ridiculous. It's and it's just like, don't get me started on how you can't be racist against the dominant, you know, people, the dominant class or whatever. You can't be racist against white people. Come at me. You can't you can be prejudiced. You can't be racist. You can't. It isn't. That's not how it works. That's definition of racism. That's not how racism works. Anyway, huh. I think you lost so, me, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You can't be racist against white people. You can't be racist against. Uh, you can't be racist against the the group that's in control, because they are. I guess I, I, racism inherently is against the marginalized community you can be prejudiced against them but racism is um hurting race like other racial groups that are not in power and so you can't be racist against the people in power you can't be like that's not really how i view racism i see racism as like a a pervasive part of who we are because we've been socially engineered to have that and it's something that like I personally fight every day. Like I do, I have racist thoughts. Like I, I technically Absolutely. am. Yeah, it's a, systemic. I, I am in many ways a racist, but I believe that every person is a racist. 
Um, Everyone has internalized racism. It's yeah, just and that I mean, we like, need to get take we, college if classes. If we're on able that crap. to admit that, then we can get past the point of it being such a bad thing. We can learn how. Yeah, to... I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like people protest too. That's that's like why it's so stupid when people are like, "White lives matter." Yeah. Yeah. Okay, of course but we're not they talking do. about like, that right was now. There a, I, I, we well, we already matter. We already mattered way more than everyone and else. Slo- you know? Slogans like, happen we... so fast that it's not like they could have gone to a board meeting and been like, "Should we have done Black Mo- Lives Matter too?" Like, you know, that wouldn't have that. It's just impossible think, to happen, but and it's it not wouldn't. As powerful. And it wouldn't have worked as well. And you can't. They're like Black Lives yeah. Matter. Also, you know, it's just not. It's not, it's not powerful. It's not like, also, it's like black lives matter, period, you know? Yeah. So, and that like, you know, I don't know. You know, I agree that some of the uh, message would have been lost there, but I'm just saying like, just understand what the message actually means. Don't just see the picket sign and lose your mind, you know? Yeah, and that's the problem is people can't think critically, and that's the problem with, with, like, trying to bring these protests and stuff is that, like, we try to get people to think critically, and it is literally physically impossible for Americans to think critically half the time. So Yeah, which also, we've also been engineered to do. Doesn't help. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I anyway, so, like, my eyes are... St- there. <laughs> yeah, my eyes are, like, stuck up in my head from rolling them so hard like where's the white w- white stripe what are like i just i can't my eyes are stuck <laughs> um there are a couple flags that do include white they're from one of them is from like i think it's india or something and it yeah i'm gonna talk about that in my other one yeah we gotta we gotta finish this one up before long yeah we're getting, so we're getting on i was gonna minutes. do yeah i'll do social media i was gonna quick. do well, do you remember when I said I was go- I had that um, advice from a unicorn? Oh yeah, yeah, go for uh, it. Calendar, yeah. So March thirtieth, the advice from the unicorn is that it's okay to be wildly passionate about things that move you. Never apologize for that. And I feel like that was a good one for today. Very nice. Yeah. So if you want to yeah. learn more or uh, check out uh, upcoming uh, bonuses and stuff, you can like our facebook page which is queer all year you can join our awesome facebook group the queer all year mafia Mafia. and uh that's where we're gonna have like little discussions and uh inside stuff we already have a handful of them there are polls it's fun um if you want to check out our other stuff, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Queer All Year Pod. We update that uh, regularly. Um, and then after that, I oh well, yeah. If um, one of the big things is we have our bonus material available at Patreon.com/QueerAllYear. At our five dollar mm-hmm. level, you can get these bonus episodes. We've just dropped a couple more. There's a handful there. Um, and then on our, there's also, uh, some videos on our $1 tier. Um, you can get access to bloopers and, um, other bonus material. Oh, the ringtone. Um, yeah. Just whatever we feel like putting out about there. Yeah. We put little, little short videos and stuff on there. Um, something just beeped in my headphones, Well, they might be dying. I think you, uh, have been... I don't know. Turned into the no, Manchurian candidate. I think they're going to die. So I'm going to. 
I'm gonna do sharing and stuff because my headphones are dying. Anyway, so if you could um, like and, or yeah, go out and rate and review our podcast wherever you listen, that would help out a lot, especially on the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone, uh, Apple device thingy. Uh, Five-star reviews are weighted highest and reviews with, well, ratings with reviews are rated even higher. Um, of course, we would love five-star reviews, but if not, that, you know, give us what you think we deserve, and please leave a review so we get feedback. Yeah, we, know we what really we're love doing that. Right or wrong. We want the feedback. Uh, tell a friend. Yep, feedback is good. Tell a friend so we can get feedback from them. Tell Facebook. Uh, tell your mom. And um, tell everybody that we love you. 